0: You have tuned in to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of October 28, 2018, episode 98.
1: From the spooky city by the Salish Sea, I am A.J. Barce, And living life on the straight and narrow, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, A.J. and I are wrapping up our Words of Note series with a word that, well, let me explain it this way. Nimuhimu kuwanad nidamu katika Yako. I bet you're thinking, what the heck did he just say? Well, stick around to learn more about Nadamu right here on the Bellingham Podcast. What did you say? That's what uh, the thousands and thousands of listeners are wondering right now. Hi, AJ. How's it
0: going? Well, greetings, Chris. I'm going to speak to you in English. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. How you doing? I'm I'm just fine. I was feeling a little uh, explorative in our words of note series. I, I
0: see. This is going to be a nice uh, a topper. I see.
1: And this is where I take things to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that sentence that I said, Nimuhimu Kuwa na Nidamu Katika Masha Yoko, that is actually Swahili for it is important to have discipline in your life. Ah, and of course, our word of note to, to cap off the series is discipline. discipline. <laughs> yes, well, we have talked about for how many episodes now? Uh, well, quite a, uh, quite a few. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I, I, you know, Swahili has has a term for discipline. It's called Nadamu. We have uh, a link in. There's. Did you know, AJ? Did you I know, fellow think. listener, hmm. that there's actually a Swahili Wikipedia? I did not. I found it. <laughs> Got a link in the show, <laughs> show notes. notes. Drink. Drink. <laughs> Cheers. Um, that is uh, a, 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 a Nadamu is, according to the Swahili Wikipedia, a disciplined person is the person who does what needs to be done to achieve his or her goals and a, a, in society. Ah, so it's get her done. Uh, yes, Larry, according to Larry the Cable Guy, if he spoke Swahili, Nidamu! Nidamu! <laughs> that's go. good. That's better. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we've talked a lot about discipline in not just words of note, but also in the PNW State of Mind and all these other series that we've done. I had to have a little bit of discipline in the Urban Hikers Grand Tour this summer. Ah, oh, the uh, Grand Tour. Yes, to be able to climb up those foothills and those huge uh, goat Type elevations, but yeah, it took a lot of uh, a lot of gumption, and uh, we were just like, you know, we got to talk about discipline. This is kind of the 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 penultimate word uh, that we are currently working with in our lives. Right? The dictionary definition for a discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. So, Chris, let me let me lead this off. What?
0: If you had to look in the mirror, okay, every day, what are the things that you are a disciple of discipline towards?
1: I, I am very disciplined in many aspects of, uh, and how I am in society. I'm a rule follower. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, We'll see a crosswalk, which has probably six steps for me to cross through, you know, one of those pedestrian-friendly sidewalks oh, yeah, in the right. city streets. Um, I will wait till there's actually a green light and that white walk sign before I will proceed, even though there are no cars coming. Get on you. Yes. Well, you know, I don't like getting hit by trucks, and this helps lessen my chances of, of that. Or the rogue messenger bicyclist. Yes, exactly. And so I have discipline when it comes to my choice of clothing. The wardrobe that I have is, you know, in the quote-unquote minimalist camp. Yeah, you wear um, everything white, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm the white knight, <laughs> yo. No, uh, most of my wardrobe is black, and therefore by having black shirts, black T-shirts, you know, uh, jeans, et cetera, et cetera, I'm able to be disciplined in like, today, I'm going to wear the, <laughs> this to work. Or the black colored shirt with the black pants. Yes. The- <laughs> Wife, get me the car. It's black. Anyway, no, no, nonetheless. Um, so- I would say I have not gotten good at being disciplined about my diet. Yeah, I'll do it for a month because you know I have incentive. But I think as an ongoing practice, that's the big thing that I am unable to to do. I used to have discipline to get into the gym to do some heavy weightlifting uh, at least three times a week. And uh, hey, when you're in your 40s and you're a family man, that don't happen much unless if other things fall by the wayside uh, in your uh, extensive list of obligations as the paterfamilias. So I, I would say that my wardrobe, uh, my possessions, I have discipline that I'm not going to go off and do uh, retail therapy in a lot of ways. That's something that I uh, am training myself not to resort to uh, and to look within and have that reflection mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, what what is going on and try to take enough time so I lose interest in going to a store <laughs> to, uh, you know, Buy stuff, AJ. Where are you uh, exercising successful discipline in your life?
0: Uh, successful discipline? I've said before. I've 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 been on the uh, the same diet my son's on because of his allergies, which I'll come to allergies and a little bit about that. But beyond that, I I don't know. I, I came from more of a more rigid background, just of mm. as an upbringing. So I kind of gravitate towards if I if I get into something, I usually like kind of go hog wild into it and for me, I I can follow a discipline. I don't know if it's, if, if I'm like you, I, I like following the rules, like obeying laws, taking orders. Mm-hmm. And if, if I, if it, if it's given to me, I'll, I'll execute it to the best that I can. Okay. And if, if I fall f- because, I mean, here's the thing about discipline a lot of people get down on is you, you get into something and you you are you are trying your darndest. And much like you said, after 31 days, hanateriaki. Teriyaki. That's and then right. we feel like crap. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing is, what I want to kind of bring light to discipline is, discipline isn't something that you immediately are given. You've got to practice this. Yes. And yes, you are going to make mistakes. There's entire programs that address that, you know, for people where you are on the discipline of X. And in the event that you relapse or you fall, there's somebody or something that can guide you back to that path so you can get back there. I think where a lot of people lose sight of what discipline really represents is, I used to have a roommate and he was really into sports. And it was funny because like some games you win, some games you lose, okay? And it's how you play the game. You know, that that whole saying. It was interesting, he had a different uh, aspect he never saw that in his life he could fail. Hmm. A person only fails if they choose not to learn from their mistakes
1: and do uh, it again. Yes. That's where you turn, turn failure into a learning experience.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, don't say, don't say it like that because yeah. that's kind of like, you know, and then by my book, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, for me, discipline is the path that you take your dedication towards that path. And if you make a mistake, how fast you can get back to that, that baseline. And for, for me, like I, whether it's dieting or exercise, I mean, I'm, since my son being born, I used to be a lot more out there. Mm -hmm. Like you just said, being the Patris Familia, you, you you don't have that time unless you want to take it away from your family. And what good is that?
1: Well, you, you obviously have your priorities, uh, straight.
0: Right. But I think that's what this, I mean, but having priorities itself in unto itself is a discipline.
1: Yep. And in in most cases, discipline brings stability, yeah, and structure. Because growing up in a uh, in a rigid, as you I believe you said, yeah, uh, I had a very rigid upbringing as well. I think we have that in common. Th- there was a lot of structure in our lives, and where those those guardrails that are on the bowling lane, you know, th- that the ball won't go into the gutter, those were put on for me, and I wasn't allowed to to deviate from that path. Um, due to various reasons, but to have that kind of structure gives a little bit of freedom because now I know that I have this choice to make. This is what I'm doing. Uh, It occurs a lot as I'm on my morning commute. To deviate from the disciplined approach that I have to my morning commute Mm -hmm. is uh, is a temptation every day because on my morning commute, I will pass one, two, maybe three donut shops in the morning. And if I decide to uh, take a minute and go into that donut shop and (sighs) grab myself a a breakfast uh, item, that would take away from uh, what my goals are or where I want, what my uh, best self in my head would be. And I think that would be where in the dictionary definition, using punishment to correct disobedience, I'm the biggest punisher uh, of myself right. in- internally, and basically, I won't be stopping at the donut shop on my commute to work because it's I just in my mind view it's not an option. I can't be sad about it, and I'll just continue on my way to work, mm-hmm. and I won't die uh, from not getting that donut in the morning, Right. or that five dollar five adjective cup of coffee. In some cases, uh, it'll just be living with without. Right. And living without is a really good way to gain steps towards having a disciplined life because you don't have that comfort, mm-hmm. that uh, that easy path. And a lot of cases that easy path can um, come uh, arrive at a cost.
0: Right. But what doesn't arrive at a cost is you might be listening to us on that morning commute on KMRE 102.3
1: FM. Low discipline power. Community discipline radio
0: <laughs> here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement.
1: Speaking of discipline... <laughs> How many episodes have we done with our wonderful uh, low power radio station here? Half. We we have a. Disciplined effort. Yeah, we do <laughs> to get a thirty-minute episode, give or take like thirty seconds. Yeah, to your awesome yeah, yeah. editing. Uh, we're pretty disciplined in pumping out a weekly show, <laughs> and and kudos for that. And so that's something to be uh, you know that we yeah. share in common.
0: But no, so getting back on to your whole mental the the whole mentality of discipline, like when it comes to the big D word, okay. This there's there's a lot of negative commentation, usually because, like you said, um, there's usually the uh, brutality part of it yes. that comes from the word discipline however like we just like like chris and i just said there are some it's it's interesting by having restrictions you have more freedom and that's a hard thing for people to to kind of see you look at it as for like you said in your your commute in the morning that that five dollar cup of coffee or that um some gdm yes. donuts. okay right i was wondering where you go with that oh, i heard that recently every culture has a gdm what a grease delivery mechanism that's Got right. it. Yes. okay here's the other thing that uh, discipline also brings and and that is when you have a goal discipline is the 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 straightest route to getting and achieving that goal the f- the the further that you deviate or the further that you let things slide the further away you will get to that goal so for instance you said the $5 cup of coffee yeah so uh, coffee is a weakness for me however i make it at home one because it's tasty but two because of the the cashola you know yep. there that is a bad habit that some people do get into where it is part of their routine routine and then they just make a justification I think the contrary to um discipline like the the Jekyll to hide is just that justification. You can justify anything. You know, I have Amazon Prime. I'm paying $100 a year for Amazon Prime. Oh, there's this one thing I really want, and I want it in two-day shipping. Oh, I'll just buy it right now. As opposed to really asking yourself, self, do I really need that, whatever that $5 thing is? Right. But we justify it. So if you feel like you're looking at your life and you're going, oh, you know, you're not happy or you you feel like you're losing time or losing sleep or not losing enough weight or whatever it is, I say don't look at just, you know, how do I get on the straight and narrow? look at yourself and really ask yourself what am I justifying this thing for? Mm-hmm. and I think you do a lot of that with like your minimalism practice right like you look at something does it bring you joy?
1: <laughs> yes absolutely you know and uh, where there are people that I, I'm not naming names or anything there but some people in our beautiful town have over 40 pairs of shoes. I'm not naming names <laughs> but uh, that is uh, that is a choice in which, that is a luxury that we get to have. Maybe in some cases you've had a tough experience either at work or in family life or elsewhere. How are you going to care for yourself, the self-care? I'm going to go buy me a pair of shoes because that will make me feel better. Uh, that it, it takes discipline to go, nope, I'm going to save that money, kind of like what you're doing with the coffee or the drive through uh, And that is uh, a, a concerted effort to try and... Uh, have self-restraint. Now, I was doing a little bit of uh, additional research as you know, because I like being prepared for a show. I don't want to be going. Oh, that's a good topic. All right, moving on. Uh, that's not my style. There's two types of discipline that we have. There's internal discipline and external discipline. All right. Now. Internal discipline is kind of, I think, what we are talking about. It's a lot of self-restraint. Uh, it's a, The ability for us to have self-restraint allows us to behave in a consist, consistently stringent manner, uh, controlled, kind of like the, the secure and stable uh, environment. But as we've talked about, that power, there's power that comes from that and inner strength. The more that we refine ourselves to say, I'm not going to go to that microbrewery on a Thursday evening I'm going to do this instead. It doesn't have to be stay at home. I'm going to go to this place instead. Right. Could be a lot less money to spend. Could be a heck of a lot less money, depending if you are driving home in a certain different state of mind. This is a way to gain inner strength should you have addictions or temptations or other areas that may need improvement or addressing inside of you. The other type of discipline is external discipline. And that's like societal norms, kind of like crossing the street. Right. And... And in some cases, uh, not <clears throat> speeding, Chris. Not speeding, right? But also, High the, Washington State Patrol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hello again. <laughs> uh, but I see this a lot, and I've had a tough time with this one being a rule follower. If you're in the left lane in a two-lane road, and you happen to see uh, right lane closing or right lane merging into one, there are still cars that will not get in line. There are still drivers. We don't have uh, a self cars, dri- Yeah, the yeah. cars don't do it. The it's driver, driver does. We have drivers that will not get in line and just wait, uh, go along in the line. They will wait to the last bitter moment and try to squeeze in uh, because even though that's not against the law, that's kind of the choice that they're taking. Society says, get in line. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people going, no. Right. I'm, I'm going to do my thing. You're going to get behind me, infidel. And... <laughs> That is uh, that is something that is an external discipline that is lacking for people. Right. I think I may have turned that into a little bit of a soapbox. That's thing. okay. All right. Thank you.
0: No, I, I no actually it's funny that you bring up um, merging in traffic because I I love using the road rules because it's something that we have created and adopted subscribe to prescribe to and persecute for Mm -hmm. and it's funny that you bring up uh merging early versus merging late there is a book and i'll put it in the show notes drink uh, (laughs) uh, called traffic Oh, Um, I'll lend you a copy if you want.
1: (laughs) I could probably use that.
0: It shows the psychology and it's interesting um, not to give you any spoilers. It's an interesting read because most motorcyclists kind of um, find out about this book and start reading it because it helps as a motorcyclist, knowing the psychology of the people, or as we like to say, the idiots behind the wheel of four wheels. Right. um, And understanding why that comes about. It's interesting that like in your... uh, younger days or most people in their younger days uh will be really timid and want to stay to the rules yet when you're older you're the you know do kind of cuts in late and merging late it's it's actually a psychology that kind of developmentally happens it's called traffic is the name of the book it's also on audio books also but anyway take a look at that if getting back to the discipline side of the external side here's the other thing that i find interesting about discipline both internal and external if I could bridge these two yeah is if you are a person who leads a disciplined life whether you are of a faith like a monk right you live an aesthetic life or you're a minimalist and you live that life or you're a tiny homeowner and you live have you ever noticed that people try to encroach in on that and try to for instance minimalism have you ever had somebody just look at Chris Chris, Why? Why give up all
1: these things? Mm -hmm. You should do this instead. What what are you thinking? Why are you doing this? Why aren't you taking advantage of all the great deals that are out there on the weekends? You're a tech. Uh, You know all the deals. Why don't you have multiple computers and multiple everything for your professional life? And I go, you know, I did that one time. And I found that I had a tremendous amount of angst as I'm looking at drawers full of stuff and desks full of stuff. I find a clean desk. You've seen these kind in an all-white room with like <laughs> a little bit of an, uh, a, a little uh, succulent plant play. and one little computer, a mouse, a keyboard, all wireless, of course, naturally, and and nothing else, and maybe a chair that costs oh, I don't know, two thousand dollars and uh, a pen and a pen and one pen, and that I find to be beautiful because it's like oh, there's such there's such less there and. <laughs> I just realized, do I really need all this additional stuff? Well, I, I back up what I need and then I eliminate the rest. And uh, at this point, um, yeah, I, I really don't need a whole lot. And I answer those people that love surrounding themselves with stuff. I used to be there and I used to have uh, a room that I would, I would close the door whenever guests would arrive. It was the third bedroom in my house when I lived by myself mm-hmm. and it just ha- it was just a clutter fest and I was embarrassed of it. Um, and that was part of the, the the impetus or the genesis of my path on that way. and I eventually gained the the discipline to be able to take a box full of stuff to the dump uh, every day or to a thrift store to donate or to a worthy nonprofit to pass it along right And so that's where it's like all right Saturday morning, 9:30 a.m. here we go. Hmm.
0: But I mean maybe it's uh, maybe I'm on the odd bone out but like whenever whenever I, Tell somebody, like, my wife and I practice minimalism, okay? Or we're saving up or whatever. Why is it that most... Maybe I'm just weird, you know? But why is it that people, I don't know, either are put off or feel that you're a kooky person if you lead a disciplined lifestyle?
1: I would say to that, there are people who lead a very disciplined life who have my utmost admiration. Sure. And those folks... Uh, are serving our country, Yeah, those folks are living tr- without a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a very regimented life. Uh, that is something that I, I salute thee. If you can have this kind of structured life where you're up at 4.30... and you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, you don't have the decision otherwise. And you're doing calisthenics or you're going for that run in 37-degree weather and you are eating your grits and you are eating, you know, doing your morning uh, meals and you're very limited and not ex- enjoying the first world luxuries that we get to enjoy, I have admiration for that. And that is something that I would say, it's not just me. I actually aspire to be that kind of disciplined in my life where I'm able to get up at crack 30 to be able to go do something to make my body better. Is that – are we going to get the explicit tag on our show for what I said?
0: Uh, well, if, uh, if everybody's hearing
1: this and they don't hear something, I probably already edited it out. So okay. Sounds it. good. All right. Cool. Um, I didn't swear, Mom. All right. Anyway, it was just a <laughs> – Sorry, Chris's mom. Yeah. Anyway. So I, uh, I think that for people who try to – who don't understand, people you know fear yeah. or have aversions to things they don't understand. Well, that's totally cool. I think a lot of our listeners – who know us fairly well after 98 episodes. Yeah. woo um, And they kind of know that if, if we are consumerists, uh, this may not be, you know, something that mm. we ascribe to. Uh, opinions may vary. Right. And in all, in, in all, in all uh, cases, when someone does ask me in social gatherings about why do you wear the same thing over and over again, I go, less that I have to worry about in the morning when I'm trying to decide what to wear. And I don't live with them. You know, my wife— knows that I ascribe to be a minimalist in in, in lifestyle, and uh, she loves me for it. Uh, And uh, I love her for accepting me as I – speaking of uh, the family thing, one thing about discipline that I have found that I'm able to do, in the summer when we actually had sun at 6 a.m., my wife would get up in the morning and walk our dog, Mm -hmm. uh, do the little morning business uh, run. Not uh, around the neighborhood.
0: With the the dog's morning business. (laughs) Yes, the dog's business.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, we're we're still a clean show. We're working on it. Anyway, uh, but as the weather has turned colder and the weather gets darker, uh, you know, around 6 a.m., I have attempted to get disciplined enough to say, wifey, uh, I got the dog walk in the morning. And that means that I got to get up earlier than I normally would get my shower, do my morning routine, get my stuff, self ready. Oh, by the way, I pop in uh, an AirPod, you know, a wireless ear thing, and I got our dog on our leash, and I'm listening to some morning podcasts, having someone talk to me in the dark as I'm walking around the neighborhood waiting for our dog to do their business. That's a form of discipline that can be a gift. Ah. And if you are going to be disciplined enough to say, you know what, honey, Uh, for the next week, that was me hitting the table, folks. "Uh, For the next week, I'm going to cook dinner uh, after week. That means you have to adjust your schedule. You have to make sacrifices. You have to tell yourself, I did this. Now I got to walk it out. You're doing this disciplined effort as a gift. And that is something that wouldn't that be something this holiday season. Instead of getting a gift card to uh, your favorite big box retail store that you'd be like. I offer you two weeks. This this card is good for two weeks of fill in the blank love language for someone you love.
0: That's cool. Now that's
1: a Christmas gift.
0: So to to put a bow tie on it, I think what what if you haven't gathered on this episode, what Chris and I are trying to really lean towards is that discipline isn't something that should be feared or fraught. Or if you see somebody leading a disciplined life, whether uh, they're giving up drinking, not because they are uh, they have a, a problem, but maybe they don't want that in their life or yep. they're giving up a specific food. Um, maybe they're going on to a, sp- uh, a very regimented diet, vegan, vegetarianism or whatever. In- instead of looking down upon it, question, ask why mm-hmm. as, as an inquisitive thing, but ask yourself, the person who's on that disciplined life track, what gift are they giving back to themselves by doing that? Mm-hmm. Because realistically whether you practice minimalism or anything you're doing it for a reason and instead of attacking somebody's re- a reason find out why and maybe maybe in listening to their story Maybe you could ask yourself, your own self, where are you lacking in discipline in your life? Whether it's finances, or um, imbibing, or food, laziness, laziness,
1: sloth, uh, all procrastination. Of the, the seven deadly sins. Yes, we should call exactly. this the seven deadly sins episode. That's a great mini series <laughs> that we could uh, think about. Anyway, um, by doing uh, right, the lightning bolt, we'll talk could, off the we'll mic. talk off the mic about that. Yeah, no. As far as as far as. Uh, Getting to know someone, asking them about why they're doing something. Oh, guess what? You get a little bit of a glimpse inside that person's story. I've never met a person that doesn't have an interesting story. Once you take the time to listen without judgment, and that could be a gift in itself as opposed to antagonizing because it doesn't work in your mental paradigm. So I encourage you as as you're thinking about dis, uh, discipline, uh, where – are you able to find ways to be able to practice this uh, habit? And the, the main thing is you can't bat a 1,000. Michael Jordan didn't hit all of his shots. Wayne Gretzky from the 80s, he was a hockey player, kids, did not make all of his shots, but they were the best in their game. You got to be able to allow yourself the ability to not reach the, the target and to keep trying because that's what a disciplined approach to life is all about. Especially as we approach Halloween this week with all the kids getting the candy, it's going to be a real disciplined attempt for the parents out there, if you know what I'm saying, to not grab a couple of those uh, fun size treats and gorge yourself on some calorie-sugar-inducing candies. So that's a really good segue, Chris. Really? Because
0: I have something for Halloween, because it does fall into a discipline that I've talked about for the last four months, Okay. Okay, with the fact that, I have a child who has allergies. Mm -hmm. Trick-or-treating really does not apply to him Hmm. because of his allergies. I can tell you straight up, 95% of the candy that is out there, he can't have because it will set off what he's got going on in his body.
1: I'm very sad to hear that.
0: There is a movement, though. To help address that, it's called the Teal Pumpkin. I got to credit my wife for finding out about this. Major mom points. Yes. You can take a look. I'll have a link in the show notes. Drink. And the Teal Pumpkin is for, you. there's this flyer that you can print out and put on your door, or I think you can even make make your light bulb, because normally when you have trick-or-treaters, you put your light on and that says, hey, come and trick-or-treat, we're a Mm trick-or-treat house, right? Uh, The Teal Pumpkin movement is about providing kids other options outside of just candy and sweets specifically to address kiddos the growing concern of kiddos having allergies hmm. so if that appeals to you and it, it appeals to my wife and i we're uh, our house is going to be part of the teal the pumpkin project because that is part of like i've said for i don't know how many episodes um I'm trying to be more akin to what my son has to deal with. Absolutely.
1: So, and I bet that you could take one of your LifeX bulbs, those smart bulbs, and turn teal on your
0: outside one. I might even put like what the LifeX code is for teal in the show link. I might look that That up. That could be cool. Kind of cool. cool.
1: All right, good enough. Let's wrap this thing up.
0: That wraps it up for this 98th edition of Oh the my
1: goodness, 98.
0: 98. Uh, you know where to find us in all of the places and on Camry, 102.3 FM. Low Power. Community Radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. Uh, coming up, we have our 99th and 100th episode. I'm going to take the next 45 seconds to kind of give everybody a little bit of a teaser of what's coming up. 99, Chris and I go back to our roots. and If you've followed us since episode one, you know that we used to do this show a lot more out and about in our city of subdued excitement. Yep. We're hitting the town. <laughs> We're going old school. We're going old school. And then number 100, we have a very, and I mean very special guest who's going to be the sole source interview for 100 to commemorate 100 episodes of Chris and I being on the mic and allowing us to take 30 minutes of your time every week to just talk about what we like to talk about. And that
1: is going to be worth a listen.
0: Yep. So that wraps it up for this edition of the Bellium podcast. I'm AJ Barsay.
1: And I'm Chris Powell. Thank you once again for joining us. We'll see you for episode 99 in one week
0: days till halloween halloween Um, halloween five more days till halloween silver shamrock